to the Group Print Podcast, part number three. <laughs> part number three. <laughs> what is it? Episode, episode three. three. Episode three, part three. three number episodes. three, part three. With myself, Josh, and then with Lloyd. Yo. And uh, today we're going to be discussing, are you holding your business back? And what we mean by that is, this, this happens a lot in business, and we're only going to talk about the the fitness industry here, but often people start a business or they might start as a one-to-one coach or a group training coach. As a one-man band, they do very well. They do a lot of the basics well and the business grows very, very quickly. And then once they get to a certain part of the business where they've actually got a proper business, they start to hire staff, they start to put systems in place, they might have a facility, etc., etc. This person can very quickly become almost... Somebody that didn't plan to run a big business, they haven't done it before, they haven't run a, run a company before for anybody else, they've had this experience. And they can be in a position where they almost might not be the best person to steer this shit forward. Yeah. Um, I think it, it can even happen on uh, much smaller scales. I've seen it happen, especially with uh, coaches. Um, anyone, have you ever been to a commercial gym? And then four, five, six years later, gone to the same commercial gym or been working in the same commercial gym? And the same PTs training the same client, doing the same things. And um, whichever way you look at it, there's no progression there. Um, work progression, there's probably been no price increase if that's a, that's a situation. And I've seen that happen loads. I've been PTing a long, long time. As, uh, if you've listened to the other episodes, you know, we, we talked about our own story. I've been PTing 10 years. And I actually visited one of my, the, the second gym I ever worked in last year. As a buddy of mine is now training there. We went for a training session together. And I saw exactly that, a coach who was way above me at one point, um, earning lots more, he was the experienced PT when I got there, when I was just a young whippersnapper at about 20 years old, and he was delivering the same session, or very similar session to what I've seen him do years and years and years ago, uh, to the same client that he, knew, he was training back then. And um, in my head, I just think straight away then, where are you both going with this? Like, what's the client getting from it? What's the PT getting from it? What's your business getting from it? Um, if you mate and you like doing that session, then that's cool, but that's more than likely not the case. Um, what's probably happening is the driver of the business, the driving force behind the business, which is the coach uh, in this uh, situation, isn't doing enough to progress forward, isn't doing enough to push himself, herself back, uh, into the next into the next level um, and it's often through fear or through basically not knowing in it a lot of the time well ultimately um, I think uh, it's, it's down to the fact that their skill set as a business person will only take them to the level they're at now yeah and uh, obviously nobody's born a great business person uh, obviously you can have some natural ability in certain areas but unless you are <laughs> unless you develop and learn new skills and whatnot. You're Absolutely. going to be doing the same thing as you were a few years back because yeah. you're the same person, as a, same business person a few yeah. years back, so you need to develop. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The reason we're sat here talking about it now is because we've both done it. We've both been victims of this. Uh, and I've definitely seen it with the PTs I've worked with uh, over the years, over and over and over again. And some great, great coaches, some great guys... Um, it was stagnant or moving at five mile an hour when they could be moving at 50 if they really put the work in. Um, and it comes down to um, them, themselves and their own mindset. Um, we're going to come into mindset in a minute. We're just going to 
we're going to start off with talking about what sales development is and why you should be pursuing it and why you should be putting work into it and how much work you should be putting into it. So Josh, um, give us your thoughts on that. What's, what is self-development to you? Well, as, as I touched on then, nobody's um, just born being a great business person. You need to learn skills, you need to develop in different areas, you need to know where you need to develop. And, and, and ultimately, I think here we're going to touch on, it's a, it's a big word in the industry right now, but mentors, because um, yep. the, the, the best way to look at it really, and, and, and a quote that I've heard a lot before is, if you don't know how to do something, find somebody that's done it. Yeah, and get them to show you. Yeah, but let me just touch on something real quick before you, you move on. A mentor um, is getting a bit of a, a thing in the industry. Is it has to be a guy online trying to sell you a thousand pound package to a six figure lifestyle or whatever, whatever, whatever that you know what you seem is. A mentor is just somebody you go to for advice who's more than likely done it before or is on a higher level than you. Or even if they're not, even if it's just somebody that can be objective and give you some proper advice um, on how you are doing as a person even, you know, that can be a mentor. It doesn't have to be somebody that you are um, paying lots of money all the time. Obviously it helps because that means it's what they do for a living and they've done it before. But if it is just having an outlet and a third party to to speak to and to discuss ideas with and to get some feedback from and to be accountable to, it can make a big, big difference. Yeah, so definitely. I mean, a mentor to me five years ago meant like a, a teacher that would put an arm around you and you needed help. That sounds but um, or like a, a big brother that will yeah whatever or if you join a football team like if you're a professional football player and you you just went through the academy you might like one of the experienced players might mentor you yeah. into the game originally yeah that's absolutely what mentor yeah. means somebody yeah. that like you say goes to for advice and helps you out and, and also it's just somebody that shows you the ropes obviously now in our industry it means something a little bit different now but um, aside from all the negativity around it sometimes um. A mentor is a really, really good way to go, and uh, we're not going to go into how to pick a mentor or anything like that today. All we're going to say is, it is a really, really good route to go. You don't necessarily need to go uh, and work with some of the big names. You just need to look at somebody that has done what you're looking to do. It's as simple as that. You don't always need one of these online programs, and maybe you do maybe as well, you do. but yeah. it's ultimately about somebody that's running a business that is where you want to get to and then obviously they can, can always give you a helping hand and, and bring you up to that level as well. Yeah, so me and uh, me and Josh actually met on a mentoring programme so we were both in the same sort of boat and we end, he doesn't mind us talking by him, so we went to um, Rick Moylan for advice who's a massively experienced coach and if you're from the north, northwest of England, you've definitely heard of him if you're into fitness and um, that was, at the time, um, was the, the lower end of what Josh was just talking about. It was a guy that I knew who I just said, I knew you've done it, can you give me some help? Yeah. It just so happened that he was a, a, a doing it for a living and stuff. But I went to him because he was a, a good guy and not, not because um, I'd seen a Facebook ad. I knew him personally. I think that helps. I think it's really hard to tell when there's so many out and it, it's just advertised on, on uh, Facebook. I also think there's a lot of free advice out now that there wasn't. Uh, by the time I started mentoring with Rick, it was probably what four years ago. Yeah, now? yeah, you, that was a great point because yeah. I found loads of help in, in watching in free content, podcast videos, YouTube. Even if it's not just giving you the answers, it, it can bring the answer out yourself. Yeah, that's it because it, it's not always you're not going, you don't go to self development, isn't going to somebody for the answers, 
it's improving your own self and that's and it's mm-hmm. as simple as that so if that means somebody um if that means it's just somebody to um point you in the right direction or just to make you feel a bit better about the situation so you can then make a better decision then that's what it is it doesn't always have to have 100 percent of the answers i think that's a good point we just touched on that because seeing as we're on the subject of mentors a mentor isn't going to improve your business they're going to help to develop you <laughs> which can then business, go and yeah. improve your business yeah because i think a lot of the time mentors are getting bad rap what's that bad reputation yeah say. But yes, the person's so come looking for the wrong thing. We've seen the things in there. So there's a lot of groups out on Facebook now because there is so many mentorships and quick fix programs around. Um, there's a lot of um, reviews uh, groups and, and pages and stuff. And I, I, I find that. I think that people go because they want um, baby. I think they want a lot of people want the answer. I need this. Give me this. And what, what a proper mentor is meant to do is teach you how to do that yourself. Is to, is to yeah. give you the tools and you have to do the work um, and a lot of people don't like that. And on the flip side, there's probably some mentors that should be turning more people away as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, there is. And, um, and look, yeah. let's not get twisted, they're out there being slagged off because some of them are talking shit as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's like anything else, there's always going to be some good ones and bad ones, but... It's a, it's a definite way to go. Um, but like I said, I've, I think there's a lot of great podcasts out there. Um, what PTs get into and um, coaches and fitness industry, what we get into, uh, listen to a lot of. So I used to work with a lot of guys and you'd speak to them about what they're listening to. They're listening to fucking Phil Lernie talk about, um, I don't know, cell permeability and your gut health and that, which is meant for your clients. But if you're trying to progress your business, you need to do more than just the technical side Yep. You can that knowing all of that, and and you if you really listen to Phil Learning stuff, he's the first one to tell you. Knowing all of that will not get you any clients. Knowing how to deal with people and knowing how to advertise yourself will get you clients. All that shit is the stuff that you can teach them along the way, which will get you results, which is part of your business. But results aren't everything. Transform transformation pictures don't mean shit anymore. I'm afraid because everybody's got them. Um, yeah, you can you can put them up and people like them, but Weight Watchers are also doing it and uh, they're also being faked and people know yes. it and it's more it's about more than that now. It's about buying into people. People understand that and I think um, developing yourself is the way to go with that, I think, to, to um, advertise better. Yeah, if you're in a position where you, you, your business got to a certain level where you're not ready, um, which is fine, um, Sometimes they grow quicker than you can and and that's when you need to take a back step and develop. But what you can't not have is the drive and the the hunger. Yeah. Uh, Say if you do go to a mentor, you should go there with all the drive and the hunger and and they just give you the skill and teach you how to particularly do a certain aspect of the business. And mentors isn't the only way to go. That's a a good way to go. But obviously it's going away and and reading certain things. I did an Excel course a couple of years back because I was thinking do with this particular skill right now for the business, little things like that, mm-hmm. and it's recognising it, which leads us into the next topic, and that's understanding your strengths and weaknesses, being mature enough to say, do you know what, I'm not very good at that. Yeah. Not trying to pretend that you're the best yeah. at everything. Because um, oh. we're not, we're not, we've all, we're all always going to strengths and weaknesses. Or knowing what to put the right amount of time to. Yeah. And um, how many people listening to this, uh, do you think have ever tried to make their own logo, or tried to design, design their own poster? Stuff that you're not very good at, or you might be alright at it, 
but it's never going to look as good as when a, gra- a trained professional's done it. Um, how many times have you ever seen somebody try and design their own ebook or their own? Yeah. A, a designer's the one that comes up all the time. Just pay somebody to do it. They're not that expensive. Don't waste your time. That time could be going on serving your clients, doing what you're good at, getting results. There's time that you're putting in to, I don't know, what else, what else people waste time on when they're not, not good at? It's absolutely everything, isn't it? There's everything. And the key here is knowing where you're good, because if you're not working to your strengths as well, that's going to hold your business back. So doing more of what you're good at is sometimes the right way to go about it, because, say, let's say marketing. If you're somebody that can that can go and approach people face-to-face and make a great impression and then build relationships that way, go and do some more of that. But at the same time, then, if you're terrible at marketing online, don't just avoid that. Go and learn from somebody that knows how to do it. Add that, that badge to your belt. Yeah. What, is that a Scouts reference? <laughs> add, add that to your belt. And, uh, and eventually, you've got your online marketing badge. You've got your face-to-face talking badge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Full belt. <laughs> Don't just continue to do only building relationships face to face because you're good at it. Develop your online and, and mm-hmm. trust me when you have all all the angles yeah. and you can do it different ways. Because the thing is, sometimes we go through trends, sometimes mm-hmm. online marketing is great, for example, and sometimes yeah. it goes to periods where it's not so good. Well you should be in a position where you can do either. With uh with that it's uh, not only knowing what you're good at, it's, it's about knowing uh what you're bad at. If you, we were just discussing this. I'm really, I'm really, really struggle with spelling. Always have. Um, it's not anything medical. I'm not to say anything. I'm just not. I'm just not very good at it. Never have. So um, I understand that. So when I write a proper post, we do microblogs and stuff for the page. I get somebody to proofread it. Simple as that. Because not doing that makes it look shit. When people know it looks shit, <laughs> they don't they don't think as highly as a business of the business. Yeah. It's affecting the business neg- negatively by me not being aware of what I'm bad at. Um, you know, again, you know, online advertising is one that people are all shouting about now. But if it works for you, it works, and that could be a strength if you can get better at it. You can learn from somebody. But if you're no good at it, then yeah, go and get go and get some education on it. Um, marketing's a massive one. Think, um, it's a good it's a good example obviously there's examples all of your business as far as trends and weaknesses yeah of course but obviously is when you're hiring hire people to do the things that you may be less good at less efficient mm. with and, and continue to work to your strengths yeah um, and, then, and then when you're hiring people don't just think that they're just going to do all the rubbish work no they're going to do the stuff you're not so good at um, it's about being a leader in that situation and understanding where to delegate the roles and, and sometimes seeing your Say if you are doing all the sales, treat the sales side of it as if you're managing yourself as well and then holding yourself accountable. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one with that is if you're going to get somebody to do it, this is when the PT think they've got something real valuable in a little bit of coaching. Um, is they go, they go out, I don't know if you see it, in, um, in local groups you see it more, you know, uh, and South Manchester swap and sell or whatever or a, or, a, or a little group like that and you might say I really need this uh, we'll train you for the for the um, for the cost do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and like if people are getting in touch with photographers will you take some photos well like, I'll train you instead of just fucking pay the people if a photographer comes to you and says can I have eight hours of training please I'll, tra- I'll pay you in taking photos more than likely you'd go no like that's not going to pay you pay your rent. 
Like just pay pay somebody a proper proper amount for what they they deserve for what for what they're doing, and get it done properly. Um, and this doesn't mean throw money at it problems. This means know where you you're weak. Know what be aware of what your business is um, failing at, what it's doing well at, and investing into making it better. Um, it's an investment into your development of the business, not just throwing money at problems. Uh, Putting a hundred pound on a shit Facebook ad isn't going to make it any better. Than it is no, no. I mean, a lot of subjects of Facebook ads or any kind of online ads. If it doesn't work when you've got no money behind it, throwing money behind it's not going to help. It. No, no, Obviously, no, no. It's that's not why it works. If it doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. Um, and then the, the other one is obviously your own personal mindset. Uh, a quote I like when it comes to to mindset and business, and this can be related to sport or anything, but um, is. I, I find this very true of myself as well, but it's always important to you, you'll find a way. Mm. If it's not, you'll find oh, yeah. an excuse. And yeah. if you find that you constantly say you're doing product launches or you're constantly putting off a certain type of area of business that you should do or a certain anything, but you, you constantly be like, I can't do it because of yeah. this, I can't do it because of If that. you want it enough, yeah. it wouldn't matter. You, you need to, to realise if it's you that's making the excuses and, and treat yeah. yourself like a member of staff and hold yourself accountable yeah. to it. Um, I often use this with guys that I've worked with before, mentoring and um, PTs that I've helped um, progress through the businesses. You, you've got to let go of excuses and start thinking about solutions. Um, time's a big one for me. We say it all the time, me and Josh and Rick, we work with all the time. Time is not an excuse. I didn't have time, does not exist. Get up earlier, go to bed later, make more time. That half an hour we spent on Facebook, fuck that off and do it. There's no no excuse. Everybody's got enough time to do, to progress, to put enough into the business. Um, if you've got kids and you've got family and you've got a full-time job and you're also running group PT, then mint. And you're making a lot of your time, but even at those extreme levels, you know there's more effective ways you can be spending your time um, already. Um, part of that... Um, excuses is putting things in the way, externalizing, not just time. A lot of times are really, really common one. But yeah, I, I didn't get the, um, I didn't, get, I didn't get the. We just talked about it before. I didn't get the 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 ebook back because the designer's not done it. We'll fucking chase it. What what we what we doing it? Um, like if you if you if you're paying somebody for that service, make sure there's there's um, stipulations in place. So you know when it's getting there, when it's getting done. There's no excuses in waiting for somebody. There's no excuses in time. Think about the solutions around that. Uh, so if you're not going, if you're not going to have enough time to build your own business, to put in the time to self development, make time, make the solution. Like I say, I know a lot, a lot of coaches get up early. Get up earlier. A lot of coaches go to bed late. Stay up later. Be more efficient with your time in the day. How long have you been on Facebook today, really? Well, I mean, the time is there, we know that. It's just there's other things in the way. So it's, once again, how important is it to you? What, it's a, it's what a you're prioritizing. It, yeah. you just got to see what else in that diary. And, uh, and, and sometimes things like, whatever, like, you say, oh, I've got to walk my dog in the morning. Well, what are you dogging me? Your phone calls at the same time. It's yeah. about being more efficient and, uh, and prioritizing things. But yeah. And this is, once again, is this you're holding your business back? Are you the one that's not sorted your diary out in weeks? So you, you continue to the design of time, whereas if you just sat down the first time with exactly. a problem, you're chasing, oh, guys, be sorted. you're chasing and you're being reactive to problems. 
rather than planning and make it, making the most out of your time. And putting enough time into working on your business instead of in it is a massive step in this. If you're gonna develop yourself, you need time out of coaching, out of your other full-time job, out of your family life where you can 100% focus on building the business, steps that you can take to progress your business. And not enough time is going into that if you're struggling with self-development. Well, working on your business is what takes it forward, isn't it? Um, ultimately, if you're not, if you're just constantly in it and you're just doing the stuff that gets it, that, that you're basically opening the door and closing the door and doing the work to, to actually just keep the doors open, that's yeah. not going to move it forward, that's just keeping the doors open. Working on the business and actually looking at your targets, seeing if you're progressing, where you need to work on things, where you, what needs to change, are you trialing and error and things, these are the kind of uh, parts of the business that are going to take it forward. And, uh, and if you're not making time for that, then ultimately business is going to be in the same space, well, same place in six years' time, like the guy that Lloyd's seen in his old gym. Yeah. And he's obviously just doing the necessary work to keep the doors open, but not moving and, forward. And that's fine if that's what you want, yeah. but you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if that's all you wanted. The same as what you've got today isn't what you want, because that's why you're putting time in to listen to a podcast like this, more than likely doing a bunch of other stuff to try and get ideas and to try and move yourself on. So it's about really committing to developing that, that side of your your game, your own personal um, progression. Yeah, I mean, if, if I was in your position, I mean, it's something I've never had an issue with because I really, really enjoy working on the business. Sorry. So I've always... Um, Josh, super motivated Josh over here. Exactly. Just, 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 right, just, just watch me for a week, <laughs> write stuff down. <laughs> Put it in your own diary. No, he's not. He's not even fucking joking. That one. That's, that's <laughs> but, um, a forty percent joker. If you're, yeah, maybe forty-five percent. <laughs> but yeah, you need to be actually making plenty of time to work on the business. And a lot of people go, I did two hours this week. That. That's great, obviously. But you need to be doing more and more. The more you can yeah. do, well, is if you the, want the more, then you need to put more in. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what I would do today, if, if you're somebody that, if you're somebody the same things like, do you know what? I've not a chance to do work on the business this week. This has got in the way, and you 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 know to yourself that that's genuine, and yeah. you are super busy. What I would do today is I would write down where things are going well in the business. I'm not talking about the sessions are going well. I mean mm. the actual business. Where it's going well, what's not going well. Break down what's not going well into into a list that needs to be done. Yeah. Kill Bill list. Hey. Yeah. Um, and then planning to yeah. And then planning to your diary when you're going to do each of those tasks. Yeah. And you, then you can be like, right, in two weeks' time, all those tasks are done, which you can guarantee that the business can start to move forward. Yeah. Absolutely. And recognizing where you're holding the business back because we all are in some ways, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We're still in that. That's why. And then yet yeah, getting the steps done. I think the big difference between doing this as a PT and this as group training is the members. There's a lot more uh, moving parts in a group training business because you can you control it. Or, you know, however many you know, even for me and Josh, you're doing 50, 60, 70 members plus for Josh a week that you that you're dealing with and that you're speaking to, and that this payment or whatever, and you obviously you've got systems in place, all the all these spinning plates that you've got to deal with. Um, keep you very busy so making sure that you've got time in place uh, to uh, develop your own personal um, philosophy well, it's, it's, your pers- it's your personal skills your personal it? development is yeah. huge I mean this is an example of how all of us in some way are holding our business back if Richard Branson took over our businesses 
it would have a better year this year than it's going to have under us. And that's not a dig at any of us. That's just because what we're going to be doing this year is probably done a hundred times over. He's got all the skills in all those areas. Yeah. And that takes ages to develop, bear in mind. And he can't even coach. Well, he wouldn't coach. He, he just hires somebody. He'd hire somebody do that bit and then he'll run yeah, the rest of it. Let's see how, how fast he can do 100 burpees first yeah. and then, then I might have him. And, that's, and some of it will be access to cash flow. And that at the same time can be a, a way of holding your business back. So obviously, you need to be looking to put some aside and making sure mm-hmm. you've got some. And obviously, at the end of the day, you, we've all got limited resources in some areas, especially compared to Richard Branson, yeah. if you're not close. But at the end of the day, we've all got... <laughs> <laughs> Tried to drop yeah. that in then. But yeah, at the end of the day, we've all got weaknesses. We've all got strengths. So it's yeah. understanding each one and, and looking to get better. And that's why this is a fun game, because mm-hmm. there's always things to look at. There's always things to get better at. So, and you see the best rewards for it when you do. Yes, I did. And then, um, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so the next bit, we're just going to talk about your mindset and focusing in on what you really want. Um, I deal with this a lot with um, clients. So it's something that we talk about a lot. Um, and we call it in that is your goal, really, your goal. Um, and, but with, with this sort of twist to it we're talking about, is your passion, really. Your passion is, is what you want, really, what you want. So... How it works with clients, which I'm sure you've all heard before, is a girl comes to you and she is maybe a size 8 to 10. She's not in bad nick, she's done a little bit of training. She comes in and she goes, I want to lose a stone. And you go, really? Right? And, and the, the question then goes in your mind, you can't lose a stone. Or you can, but you might not like what you see at the end of it, you know? And how many times have you you've had this yet? Um... I want to lose, or the, or the even more extreme, some people, I need to lose two stone. I need to be back where I was when I was 14. That was when I was at my best, do you know what I mean? And you, and you think, whoa, whoa, that isn't really your goal. What, and, and you try and move them towards what you need is improving a little bit of muscle mass, increasing a little bit of strength, uh, you know, that magical word toning that they like to hear, uh, build a bit of muscle, lose a little bit of body fat, uh, possibly even build a bit of muscle around certain areas and you'll feel loads better whilst remaining a similar weight. And it, it's a, it's a, it's an age-old problem whilst dealing with sort of general pop. Um, this carries over into your business. So you're running a group training program at the moment, which is why you're listening to us. Uh, you're running a group training program and you're also trying to sell protein. You're also trying to sell food and you're also trying to run um, another fitness business in a park somewhere for somebody else. And you're also doing sessions in a, in a college for something else. If all of this is pushing towards your end goal and pushing towards what you're really passionate about, what you really want to do, what really makes you happy, then amazing, and that's fine. But don't get carried away dragging yourself through a lot of strenuous work and a lot of time-consuming efforts for okay money or little money that aren't working towards your end goal. If where you want to be isn't getting closer by doing these things, then you need to evaluate whether you should be spending mass amounts of time or possibly mass amounts of money on trying to reach it. Um, and it's, I think, it's a tough one when people are trying to give you opportunities. But if you build up a bit of a reputation and opportunities are coming your way, oh, you, you know, you look like a great business. Could you sponsor this? Do you want, how, how do you feel about this? Do you want to be an ambassador for this? It can seem like great opportunities are coming your way, but 
it's not always the most productive thing for your business. Um, and it's just being aware of that and thinking about what you're really passionate about every day and if you're getting closer to it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the point I can see you're making is, is obviously is whatever you're doing should be taking you in a certain direction. Absolutely, so yeah. If you know where you want your business to go, then any time an opportunity comes up or any, any task that you're doing that day, you should be looking at them and saying, is this going to take me closer? Anything else is just a distraction. Mm. Um, once and again, on the time subject, if you got rid of some of that stuff that's not taking you any closer, yeah. like pointless, say, collaborations, that no one's gaining anything from it, or anything like that, then at the end of the day, if you could get rid of them, you could put something in that time that will actually take your business closer to where you're going. And knowing clearly where you're going, why you're doing it, yeah. is going to make you in a better position to, to obviously drive the business forward. Yeah, the more PTs I speak to, the more I hear people saying stuff like... I'm going to do group training. People throw out all the time, don't they? It's one of our bugbears. I might do a bit of group training. Might do. Could be good for some earning some money. You could do it or you don't. Oh, yeah, I might do a bit of online PT. Well, do it properly and make some good money. Like, you can or don't bother. Like, th these things that people just get caught up in trends. I'm going to do a transformation package. I've, I've tried to sell the transformation yeah. package once. It's not what I'm into. It's not how, it's not how I work. It's not how... I, you're not going to get anywhere doing that. Do it. In first gear. Exactly. You have to be all in or all out. Yeah, and that, that's the issue. If you're really going to work at it, if you're really passionate about it, you're really going to make you happy doing it, then fucking go for it. But if you're doing it because it's a bit of a trend and you've seen somebody else do it or you think it might make you a bit of money, if you're not putting it all in, it won't make you any money. When you're self-employed, that, that isn't how it works. It's about doing less but well, isn't it? And the day. Mm. If you're doing 20 different things all in first gear rather than doing three different things in fifth gear everyone's yeah. using that phrase next week um, <laughs> it's going to be yeah no, it's, that's, it, that's going to be a lot better it relates you see these yeah. PTs you know um, and this might be you and if it works for you that's fine but I just don't think it sounds very good when if you're on Instagram and it goes I specialise in fat loss weight, uh, weight loss building muscle strength and conditioning powerlifting. Uh, fucking hormone profiling, whatever, whatever. You you obviously don't specialise in all of that stuff. You're a 23 year old kid that lives at home with your mum. So it's not like it's, it's you can't be the jack of all trades at all the time. Get what you're good at. Know what your strengths are. Work to them. Know what makes you happy and work towards it. People will appreciate the honesty and the drive that you have about something that makes you happy. The reason we run group training businesses, me and Josh, is because we can love training in a group personally we also love coaching those uh, sessions so it, it, it's something with the, that we're passionate about that's why we do it I've done plenty of stuff before like I say you know I used to sell, sell stuff that I didn't like that I didn't want to be doing and I did it for the money at the time and it was great but it didn't get me anywhere long term no, and, that's, and that's, the, that's what we're here for whenever somebody then wants the result that we get they're going to come to us because we've built ourselves a specialist in our area yeah. No, I mean, I'm going to give you another one of my famous uh, metaphors. Josh's uh, Yeah, so I always say that if you've got a broken sink, I don't always say it, but. <laughs> <laughs> he's always, it. Yeah. always at the, the local you know, pub talking you know, about these broken yeah. bloody sinks. The, 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 the idea is if your sink breaks, you're going to ring the, the, the plumber in the, the best reputation in the area. You're not going to ring the local handyman who can do a bit of this and a bit of that, whose mm. specialities is in. Fixing wooden tables, putting shelves up. Oh, and else do things. You're yeah. gonna go for the, the guy Sick Master Three Thousand in the yellow pages, have you?
<laughs> and if, if you are a plumber listening to this, then the Sinkmaster 3000 is a great name. But Code UK. <laughs> but you are, though, aren't you? You're not going to go, you know what, we're going to take a chance on, yeah. on Big Ron that, yeah, that does all this and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to go for the, the Sink Specialist. Mm. You just um, want to get the job done. There's a good one that came up with us actually the last couple of weeks. Um, and if you've not done it, I've not even spoken to Josh about this yet, I, I recommend you do it. Probably already done it. <laughs> so we were looking at um, what people search on Google when looking for gyms. So we asked our members, we put it in the group, what did you search for? And it's not as not what we would search for. Um, to find us, a small group training facility, they were searching specialised gyms. They were searching for group, group sessions, semi-private, a little bit. But we straight away my head went to boot camps, um, personal training, all these sort of words that I thought they weren't looking for that. They were looking for something else. So understanding why your clients are with you can allow you to um, get closer to that. So that's where the goal Clients are looking for specialists more now, aren't they? Yeah. They're starting to type in not fitness or what. They're starting to type in strength. Yeah. They're starting to type in... Yep. Also oh. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what I mean. They start to, they know they decide to know exactly what they want, and the the they're looking for specialists in that area. Um. So yeah, know your strengths, know your weaknesses, write your weaknesses down, work towards them. If you need help of somebody, go and approach them. If you're gonna need a course or you need to get better Excel like I did, yeah. go and do it. And if you, if you're just struggling with developing some time for the for the um, business, just commit to times. Yeah, make your book in a diary like a session. Yeah, your Tuesday at ten o'clock, you sit down and you 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 review your numbers and you're gonna do something that's productive to building those numbers again. And you've got two hours to do it every week. That's already a step forward if you're not doing that now. Uh, writing them down is huge. Like Josh said, it's a great piece of advice. Definitely be writing you. Uh, do that right now. If you once you're done, as soon as you sit down now, or if you are sat down now, do it straight away. Write down what you're really good at. Write down what you're not so good at, and start think, start planning ways to. Um, get that sorted to, to, to fix those weaknesses whether it's outsourcing or learning yourself cool so uh, that's it of today's episode all about how you're holding your business back I hope you took quite a bit away from that um, anything to add Lloyd? no that was uh, I think we've uh, covered it all there um, again if you think that we've missed anything out or you agree or you disagree um, or whatever um, you can think Richard Branson couldn't walk into your business and make it better as well. <laughs> yeah, something about that. Yeah, definitely tell us if you think that. Tweet him, call him out. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay, post it up in UKPTs yeah. and tag him in. Let everybody slate him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's episode three done. Yeah, Make get sure us at the group, more. the Facebook group. Give yeah. us a shout. Um, group print. It's uh, the group for group training business owners. So. Um, Obviously, that's a little bit of you. That's why you're listening to us. So check out the Facebook group. Get in there and uh, let us know what you think of the uh, podcast. Um, Take care. That's it, yeah? yeah? Cool. See you later.